1: Good morning. It is Wednesday, June twelfth. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky DeLaVera.
0: And I'm Japheth de Oliveira, and um, I let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, uh, I want to thank you for today. I, uh, Lord, I ask that you bless us wherever we are. For those who are on summer break, for those who are in the middle of uh, another season, for those who are on the way to work, for those who are spending time with family, whatever we're planning to do today, Lord, as we read this uh, complex passage, uh, may we see application in our lives, and uh, may we be transformed by your Spirit. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. I am reading from the New International Version, the NIV, today, Amos chapters 7 and 8, subheading Locusts, Fire, and a Plum Line. This is what the Sovereign Lord showed me. He was preparing swarms of locusts after the king's share had been harvested and just as the late crops were coming up. When they had stripped the land clean, I cried out, Sovereign Lord, forgive! How can Jacob survive? He is so small. So the Lord relented. This will not happen, the Lord said. This is what the Sovereign Lord showed me. The Sovereign Lord was calling for judgment by fire. It dried up the great deep and devoured the land. Then I cried out, Sovereign Lord, I beg you, stop. How can Jacob survive? He is so small. So the Lord relented. This will not happen either, the Sovereign Lord said. This is what he showed me. The Lord was standing by a wall that had been built true to plum with a plum line in his hand. And the Lord asked me, What do you see, Amos? "'A plumb line,' I replied. "'Then the Lord said, "'Look, I am setting a plumb line among my people, Israel. "'I will spare them no longer. "'The high places of Isaac will be destroyed, "'and the sanctuaries of Israel will be ruined. "'With my sword I will rise against the houses of Jeroboam.'" Subheading Amos and Amaziah. Then Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent a message to Jeroboam, king of Israel. "'Amos is raising a conspiracy against you "'in the very heart of Israel.'" The land cannot bear all his words, for this is what Amos is saying Jeroboam will die by the sword, and Israel will surely go into exile away from their native land. Then Amaziah said to Amos, Get out, you seer, go back to the land of Judah, earn your bread there, and do your prophesying there. Don't prophesy any more at Bethel, because this is the king's sanctuary and the temple of the kingdom. Amos answered Amaziah, I was neither a prophet nor the son of a prophet. But I was a shepherd, and I also took care of sycamore fig trees. But the Lord took me from tending the flock and said to me, Go, prophesy to my people Israel. Now then, hear the word of the Lord. You say, Do not prophesy against Israel, and stop preaching against the descendants of Isaac. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. Your wife will become a prostitute in the city, and your sons and daughters will fall by the sword. Your land will be measured and divided up, and you yourself will die in a pagan country. And Israel will surely go into exile, away from their native land. Subheading, a basket of ripe fruit. This is what the Sovereign Lord showed me, a basket of ripe fruit. What do you see, Amos? he asked. A basket of ripe fruit, I answered. Then the Lord said to me, the time is ripe for my people Israel. I will spare them no longer. In that day, declares the Sovereign Lord, the songs in the temple will turn to wailing. Many, many bodies flung everywhere. Silence. Hear this, you who trample the needy, and do away with the poor of the land, saying, When will the new moon be over, that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath be ended, that we may market wheat, skimping on the measure, boosting the price, and cheating with dishonest scales, buying the poor with silver, and the needy for a pair of sandals, selling even the sweepings with the wheat? The Lord has sworn by Himself the pride of Jacob. I will never forget anything they have done." Will not the land tremble for this for all who live in it mourn? The whole land will rise like the Nile. It will be stirred up and then sink like the river of Egypt. In that day, declares the sovereign Lord, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth in broad daylight. I will turn your religious festivals into mourning and all your singing into weeping. I will make all of you wear sackcloth and shave your heads. I will make that time like mourning for an only sun at the end of it like a bitter day. The days are coming, declares the Sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine through the land, not a famine of food or a thirst for water, but a famine of hearing the words of God. People will stagger from sea to sea and wander from north to east, searching for the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. In that day, the lovely young women and strong young men will faint because of thirst. Those who swear by the sin of Samaria, who say, As surely as your God lives, Dan, or as surely as the god of Beersheba lives, they will fall, never to rise again.
0: All right, so here's our question for today as we think of this text, now having read it in the New International Version. uh, Why is it important and radical to insist that our history and our stories matter? And how does that change our responses to the stories we encounter in the world around us and in the lives of people we meet? Hmm. Well, I mean, I, for me, straight away, I mean, I think that without our history and without our stories, I think that we, we start off in, uh, if we actually have the wrong history and the wrong stories, we start off with uh, an edge that could be actually on the wrong trajectory. I think when you know where you come from, uh, when you understand the struggle that everybody's gone through, every civilization, every race, every single country, I think there's something great about it. And I think it actually helps you understand how to relate to other people as well.
1: Well, that's why I think some versions of our stories are so damaging, especially narratives that go like, I've done everything myself. Mm-hmm. I pulled my, I'm pulled i a self-made person, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, because really... Probably not. Everybody. No, nobody does everybody, anything by themselves. No, they don't. You start out with something. Um, you've at the very least had people who've loved you and invested in you. Maybe you had parents who made sure that you got through college without having to take out monstrous student loans. Um, a lot of people will talk about, you know, with regard to immigration, that their relatives came here the, quote, right way. And I mm. think, how do you know that? I mean, mm-hmm. how would you know that? They might not have told you if they didn't. Mm-hmm. You're just assuming that if they came here, it was done the right way because they're your ancestors. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that. Um, and I, I just think if you recognize the elements of vulnerability or even wrongness, perhaps, in your own history, in your own life, then you're a little bit more forgiving of other people, maybe.
0: Yeah, Which I think mean, is I, always a good thing. I think. I think the difficulty is that, uh, is that we all want to be able to try to understand more about others, right? And I think that we need to spend more time trying to understand our own narrative a little bit, well, and not I think, just
1: merely justifying ourselves all the yeah. time.
0: Yeah, you know? uh, and I think actually that's uh, that's actually part of the story of what they are claiming inside this text as well. That Amos is trying to to let them know, hey, you have a history, you have a story, and they're trying to claim a, a different narrative of who they are. And he's saying, look, your your track record hasn't actually shown this. Mm-hmm. In fact, what you have done is abuse people and hurt people and, and you're causing yourself to to end up in a place where you're going to become oppressed um, because of what you're doing. Is you, you've handed over your empire to somebody else. Um, and it's, it's difficult for them to accept this because they think they're actually doing everything well. Um, and so the tension of what Amos is doing inside him, the tension I think that we have is that sometimes you can see the trajectory that's going on in somebody else's life. So you can you can say somebody's doing something wrong with their life and how do you help them understand um that their past, their history, their current story is actually drawing them into a place that actually should could turn them around in a different way.
1: Well and how do you get people and yourself to you know, there are a lot of different ways that you can tell your story. You know, you can you, it, it can have different purposes, different points. Mm-hmm. It can be a positive story or a negative one, depending on which details you choose to emphasize and what you decide it means. Yeah. Because a story it doesn't have any meaning other than what you ascribe to it. Yeah. So helping yeah, that's other true. people see their stories, not as stories of failure or doom or God hates me or I, I don't know, whatever it is yeah, that yeah. people tell themselves, but turn that around and think of all the ways in which God maybe has led you, in which other people have been helpful to yeah. you, in which things are good you can think about things in that way as easily as you can think about which means that you have to be receptive to 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 seeing kind of like a
0: a positive side of the of of even the hard things and stories which is which is a great way to look at the stories through difficult times
1: well and a lot of human beings we naturally do this you know people once you're out of a situation you do often look back at the hard times in a different way you know they were the good times
0: good all right well let me uh, repeat the question one more time here why is it important and radical to insist that our history and our stories matter and how does that change our responses our responses to the stories we encounter in the world around us and in the lives that people will meet think about that look after each other live love and we'll connect tomorrow